Hey Pathways, what's going on? We are so glad that you joined us for the second episode of Table Talk. Uh, I'm Pastor Michael and I'm so glad that you are here with us. We got an exciting episode for you guys as we are going to be diving into our kids' ministry. Uh, last month we covered our students' ministry and why students matter. And today we get to sit down with our kids' ministry and talk through all of the things that make our kids' ministry here at Pathways. So today I'm joined by our entire kids' ministry staff. So actually what I want to do is just as we start off, I want to go around and introduce you to them and let them uh, tell a little bit of their story and what they do here at Pathways. So we're going to actually start off with Miss Rebecca. Hey, Pathways. How are you guys today? Uh, my name is Rebecca Pettit. I am currently the Children's Ministry Director at Pathways. Um, I'm a mom and a wife. I have three teenage children, so we're in different stage of life than some of the others that are here. Um, I have been either volunteering or working in the church in excess of 20-some years. I've been volunteering in kids' ministry for over 20 years. Um, love it, continue to do it, and just think it's one of the most important parts of a church. Yeah, that's awesome. We're so glad that Rebecca's here and that she's a part of this and that she is leading our kids' ministry. Um, up next, we got Kelsey. Hi, I'm Kelsey. Um, I've been a part of Pathways for the last 10 years. I have been serving in um, Pathways Kids for the last five, six years. I am a mom of four, ages four to 11. I'm also pursuing my master's in elementary education. Um, if I haven't said it already, I'm the elementary coordinator. I oversee Sunday mornings and the Roots Ministry, which is our midweek program. Awesome. And finally, last but not least, we have Shelby. Hey guys, I'm Shelby. I am the early childhood coordinator. <laughs> so I help with ages zero to five um, and just running the Sunday morning ministry for that age group. I have a 10 month old son. And we, yeah, I'm a mom and love that. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you guys have all joined us for this episode and that our, our church is going to get to see a picture of what we do for our kids. Um, I think it's, it's super important that our church sees the importance of not only our kids, but our students, um, really the entire, basically all the kids and students that come to this church, um, that they see the importance of why we have these ministries. Because I think a lot of times we, we don't get to see uh, what's happening in kids, or we don't get to see what hap mm -hmm. happens in students, right? I mean, even some of our parents, like they drop their kids off and they go to service and they have no clue what's happening behind the scenes. So this is kind of a, a cool opportunity we have to show our entire church um, what kids ministry is and, and why we do kids ministry. So I think that's the place that I'd love to start is why does kids ministry matter, right? Why does it matter that our, our kids are in the, the spaces every single Sunday? I think uh, the Bible is pretty clear in the importance of children, right? Jesus spent time himself with children. He talks about the importance of children. At one point in time, he's talking and he told the others to kind of just wait because he wanted to talk to the children and the children yeah, were with him. Yeah, yeah, they're a gift and a blessing, right? They're a gift and a blessing that the Lord's provided us with as parents, that the Lord's provided us with uh, to oversee in the church and to, to be part of um, ministering and growing these kids in Christ. Um, in addition to that, Children's Ministry Magazine uh, surveyed 586 churches and families who regularly attend church. 66% of those parents said the children's ministry is a huge, huge factor in whether they stay at church. And another 24% said it plays a moderate, a moderately important role. 
that just helps us believe that kids' ministry is one of the most important parts in a church. Uh, if if families aren't bringing their kids to church, then we're not able to help them uh, facilitate spiritual growth in their kids. Um, Two thirds of Christians come to faith before the age of 18 and 43% come to Christ before the age of 12. 12, that's huge. That's almost every kid in our ministry from zero up to age, probably 11. There are some 12 year olds in our ministry, but up to fifth grade. We really pour into those kids and help them be able to make the decision for Christ early on so that when they transition to Pathway students, that they're already grounded in Christ. Yeah, a lot of a lot of really great statistics that we're seeing as far as the importance of kids ministry and in, in the lives of kids as they grow up. But also, it's, it's really important to our growing church. Um, you know, I, I Time and time again, when I have conversations with new new parents that come to our, our services, one of the first things that they come in contact with is our kids' ministry. Right. Um, and, and so that's such a huge piece of making sure that we are a growing church in the Fox Valley, that um, people who are far from Christ have an opportunity to come in and get closer to Christ because of, because of that. Um, I think another thing that, that comes to mind um, is, is something that we talked about last month in the podcast with uh, Wes and I talking through just how much time that we have with kids. Um, you know, the reality is that if, uh, I'll, I'll say it again, the reality is that if your kid comes to every single Sunday service, um, it's 52 hours. That's what we have with our kids, you know, that the kids ministry and student ministry have with our kids every single year. I mean, even if your your kid is like my kid and ends up going to both services, it's still only like a hundred hours uh, a year that they're in that space. And so uh, that that hour is extremely important um, to to making sure that we are growing our kids up in the in the faith for sure. Um, so what I'd love to do is because obviously we have parents that have been a part of Pathways for a long time. They kind of know how it works. We probably have volunteers that know how it works. Um, but I also know that listening to this podcast, we may have people that are newer to our church, or um, this might be their first interaction with Pathways is through this podcast, seeing what's out there. Um, and so what I would love to do is we have one hour with the kids um, every single Sunday. And, and for Roots, we have one hour on Wednesdays. I would love to kind of go around and hear what are we focusing on in that one hour um, in the individual spaces. So Shelby, can you talk to uh, early elementary or early early childhood mm-hmm. um, kids ministry, what we do, what it looks like, how do we use our hour? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously zero to five is such a huge age range when it comes to development. Um, we we're talking about zero, like kids who are less than a year. Um, and I think so many times we discount, you know, the age groups, especially below two. But when we, when we start there in our nursery environments, while we don't have a specific curriculum, we encourage and ask our volunteers to speak truth and love and biblical concepts into the ears of these little ones and establish just repeating biblical truths from such a young age. We believe that's so important. And then moving into our preschool environments, you know, we do 
even at two years old, we're doing small groups with those kids and they are so smart, you guys. Like they understand concepts that it's just crazy. You know, you wouldn't think that they could understand. And so the three basic truths that we want to get into, you know, the two through five-year-old range is that God loves them, God made them, and God wants to be connected with them forever. Like he is ultimately a connection and a friend and a father to those kids. And we do that through a few different ways. You know, when they get there, they have some free play time because they're still little, but it's the same thing in the nursery. You know, we want to connect with love and um, and speaking truth into their lives during that play time. And then we move into a short small group time where we read them Bible stories and explain those simple concepts to them. And then we get to move into my favorite part, which is our group activity. And that's a club. It's called Clubhouse in our environment. And essentially we get to do worship with these kids. And it's so amazing to, you know, see as that's being modeled. They're learning like to raise their hands during worship or just to do some fun dance moves. But Either way, they're getting concepts like, how do we pray? What does a prayer look like? And we get to walk that with them. And what does worship look like? You know, what does just letting myself go to Jesus look like in song? And then learning to kind of like sit still and take in the truth of the Bible. So that's kind of what we do with our hour in the preschool environments. Awesome. Yeah, that's and I think one of the pieces that you didn't even even touch on that is so big for me as a parent of of young kids is, I mean, even just the ability for our kids to go into a safe environment mm-hmm. um, where they're, I mean, regardless of what's being taught or regardless of, of any of that, they're going into a safe environment that allow uh, me and my wife to go to service and right. to grow and learn and in our faith so that we can better be an example to our kids as they're they're growing up because um, anybody who's tried to sit through service uh, with a two-year-old knows yeah, that that easy. is not an easy <laughs> thing to do, right? That's right. that's a pretty hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge piece of it. So that's uh, that's preschool, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what about elementary? What does elementary look like on a Sunday morning? Yeah, just like Shelby explained in preschool, they have um, they have clubhouse, which is where they do their worship, and they do small groups. We do all of that in elementary as well. Um, we just expand upon their knowledge of the Bible and really dive deeper into the Bible and really get to know the kids on a different level. We have a lot of fun. Um, the kids love worship. They love praising Jesus in song, and it's just so fun to see their hands go up and Um, We do teach three basic truths in elementary as well. And um, number one, I need to make I need to make the wise choice in Proverbs 2, 6. It says, for the Lord gives wisdom from the mouth came knowledge and understanding. Um, And also, I can trust God no matter what. We talked a lot about that last um, this past month through the stories of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob that we can trust God no matter what. When we read through these stories in the Bible, like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we can see the writers experience God as faithful and throughout all sorts of different circumstances. We pray the simple truth can be a continual reminder to the kids that God's faithfulness continues today. We can trust God no matter what. Even if we're not quite sure what's happening in our lives, we can trust God to help us through it. For an example, like, Yesterday, I just had a conversation with a first grader in a small group, and he, I asked him like how God speaks to him, and he told me, and he told me this really cool, cute story of he was down in Tennessee, and 
he got, he jumped off a cliff. And before he jumped off the cliff, he prayed to God and that trusted God that he would be safe and, and good through his jump. And he said it was so fun. And we just want to, all of our kids to be able to trust God through all those different circumstances that we're faced in life. Um, and our last truth is I should treat others the way I want to be treated. And I think that's self-explanatory. We all want to be treated with all the characters of God and know his love. Yeah, that's that's so good. Um, you know, so we, we kind of talked through a lot of different things there, but uh, could you sum it up for me? If, if you had like one thing that you want kids to walk out of your space with, what what is that thing? I think the biggest thing is that God loves them right where they're at in their situation. Like he's there for them and wants to be in deep relationship with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I would say too. So in our kids ministry, right, they're kids. Each kid in our ministry, each child has extremely different personality. We have kids that come from all different walks of lives, of, of life. They have really, we have kids in there that have anxiety already in the, in the younger ages. I'm like, we have kids that are just full of life and not afraid of anything and just born natural leaders. And we really want each child in our ministry, no matter where mm -hmm. they're at, no matter if they're struggling with anxiety, no matter if they don't want to ever, you know, raise their hands in a worship song, no matter if they are the kids that are like hopping all over and doing everything. We want each one of them to know that Jesus meets them where they're at individually. He loves them. He wants nothing more than to have a relationship with them and nothing more for them to trust him wholeheartedly and for, for them, for our, for these kids to just love him and to know that they can trust him throughout their lives with whatever they're faced with. You know, that anxiety, anxiety may be something that continues for that child. And we want them to know that Jesus is there no matter what in the midst of that with them. And one thing we do in our environment that helps kids feel loved from us is when they come, we make them feel welcome. We have so many greeters in our halls. We have so many greeters and stationed throughout our ministry and we welcome them. And because we're there every week, we're able to like say hello by name and they feel special and loved through us. And then through our small groups as well, getting to know those kids every week, each and every week for that one hour, we're able to pray with them and, and really make them feel loved through us because we know that. God loves us as leaders too. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 really good. Um, so let's let's do this for just a second. Um, what I'd love to do is I'd love to kind of walk through. Imagine just for a second that I am a brand new parent, right? I just showed up to Pathways on a Sunday morning. Um, I went over to Tammy at the Connect area, and she addressed, you know, took me to uh, you guys. Um, give me kind of an overview of, you know. I imagine I ask you, Hey, what do you guys value at, at, at pathways kids? Like, what are, what is it? What do you guys value? What are you, what are you trying to teach throughout this, this hour? Sure. Uh, so I guess some of the process when new families come in, when they come over from the connect area or wherever they come from in our church, some just come right to us. One of the most important things that we find is that they feel they feel safe in our environment, right? So that families come in, we kind of go through our values with them individually. We take them on a tour of the space so they can see every area that their child is going to be in. So they know wholeheartedly where their kid is with their, if they stay for that hour with us. Uh, so we know, so that families can feel really safe that they uh, know where their kids are. Uh, so safety, safety is a huge thing to us. We talk about that with parents. We talk about our different safety techniques that we use um, as far as like we lock our doors and things like that during service so that a family can feel safe in our environment. 
We talk to them about creative Bible teaching. We talk to them specifically about what they're learning in the environments. As Shelby stated earlier, we go into the clubhouse for our large group time and we do worship songs with them. We talk about the Bible story with them in there. Same with elementary. They have a large group time. They have small groups times. Uh, we want to know that each child that they bring, if they're coming into our environment with a preschool aged kid, a nursery aged child, and then also an elementary, that they're each getting something different. They're not walking away. Our two-year-olds are not walking away with the same curriculum that our fifth graders are because they just mm -hmm. are on different comprehend. They comprehend different things at that time. Um, so we want parents to know that it is tailored for their kid where they're at. And then fun. We believe in fun in kids' ministry. We believe in really crazy, zany games. Our worship songs are high energy and just filled with a lot of fun. And we want parents to know that that hour that, that their child is with us, that they're going to have fun. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they're going to have fun. And that fun will produce that, that mentality that they want to return to the kids' ministry environment. Relationships, we talk a lot about small groups and, and the relationships that are formed within small groups. We want parents to know that we have a consistent volunteer base uh, that pours into the life of their child. Uh, we want them to know that that child is somebody that they're going to learn to to grow and trust and somebody that they're going to ultimately really go to and maybe talk to in that hour about their prayer requests and things that are going on in their lives and things that might just be heavy for them. Um, we want parents to know that, that we want to hear that from their children. We want to form those relationships where those kids really feel that they are seen, known, and loved by our volunteers and by our staff. Yeah. So one of the things that you, you kind of mentioned a little bit was partnering with parents, mm -hmm. right? That, um, you know, we, we mentioned the, the time, you know, that we only have so many hours with kids. And, and one of the things that you guys were talking through is, you know, partnering with parents. So can you give me a little, give me a snapshot. How are we partnering with parents in the, the kids ministry space? Sure. As Michael said, we do, we really believe that partnering with parents is the, is one of the biggest things that we can do in kids ministry because we do only have an hour. Uh, it's not very much time to really teach the the full truth that your kids need to know. So like in elementary, we have created a, a tool called a passport. It goes through things like the books of the Bible, because in the curriculum, we don't have enough time in the curriculum to teach the kids the books of the Bible. And so we really created this passport so that they could take home do it with their parents, and their parents are doing this with them throughout the week. It teaches things like the books of the Bible. They have to find books in, they have to find, I'm sorry, Bible verse passages within that. They, they learn the Ten Commandments. There's a lot of stuff like that. In preschool, we've created a memory verse magnet, and we did a magnet specifically because the kitchen, right, is the hub of the home. So that memory verse magnet can go on the fridge, and that while parents are, are making a meal and their toddler is in there with them, that they can be saying that memory verse, doing the hand motions with their kids so that throughout the week that they are just reinforcing what we are taking that hour trying to teach them. We find, I just think it's really important. We have online resources. There's stuff on our website. We have a lot of resources to partner with parents and to be able to help parents in like this huge, I mean, it's a huge thing that you're responsible for as a parent is, is making sure that you're, 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 uh, giving life to these kids, right? That you are speaking truth and, and life into their hearts. It's a huge, huge thing. And we want to just be able to partner with that in the hour that we have and really help you and give you some tools to help with that. 
And like Rebecca said, those like resources are really awesome to use like in the kitchen and things like that. Our passports are awesome tools to bring on an airplane, to bring in the car, to do at bedtime together, to have that routine with it. They can even bring them to school, bring them to soccer games or basketball games when they're sitting on the sidelines to, to siblings who are watching their kids play. They have fun. They just even, they even have fun crossword puzzles in them too that have used names from the Bible so that kids can recognize them from their stories that they learn on Sundays as well. Yeah, I think that that thought of partnering with parents and and those kids learning Bible passages and learning the books of the Bible, I think that's such a such a crucial thing because you're teaching self feeding. Um, as as a parent, when you are teaching those things, you're teaching those kids to feed themselves and to uh, be able to know how to open a Bible and know how to to read a Bible. Um, and I think those are just huge, huge pieces of creating. Uh, kids and students that are eventually going to go on to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's huge. Um, kind of along that, that same line, if you could, if you could tell, I mean, the Pathways kids, uh, parents who are listening to this one thing that you wish they knew about Pathways kids, what, what would that be? Yeah, I feel like it's hard to pick just one thing, but I think what we've been talking about when it comes to partnering with parents it's so crucial and I wish parents and, and maybe they do, but just really understanding that we only have an hour and and the concepts that we teach are truth and they're good, but they're just a starting point. Like we are the springboard for conversation, but we are not the end of the conversation. And I think parents need to know that like the time you spend with your kid is hands down the most important. Like how you are cultivating a family atmosphere that focuses on Jesus and living that out, that is 100% going to make the biggest impact on your child. And in the same breath, like we are more than just childcare. So the hour that we do have, we are going to be teaching truths. We are going to be pouring into them and we are going to be spending time like diving into real biblical concepts. And also, I think it's really important for parents, for parents, let's say you're you're in the car on the way home from church, ask your child what they learned today. Yeah. Ask them what worship song they did. Google it. See if you can find that worship song so you guys can be singing it in the car together, learning it together. You'd be amazed at watching your elementary age child teach the parents the hand motions because they just they find so much joy in that and they find joy in teaching it to other people. But we are just, as Shelby said too, we are not childcare. We've heard that from from parents over the years that thought we they were just dropping their child off to just be taken care of. We don't just take care of your children. We speak truth into their life for that hour that we have. And we just think it's really important for parents, like you said, to springboard off that and ask your child what they're learning, what's important to them from Sunday and what friends did they make Sunday and those kinds of questions. Yeah, I think ultimately, you know, as parents, and this is this is kind of why parents are so important to, to the ministry, um, is because you know your kid best. Um, the reality is that whether it be student ministry for, for us or for, uh, for kids' ministry, it's kids' ministry, but every kid is different, and every kid comes with a different set of circumstances and backgrounds, and the reality is that you know your kid best. 
And so every kid's got a different personality and a different type. For some kids, the thought of sitting through a service is like, nope, that's not going to happen, right? But for that kid, maybe, um, you know, showing them how to worship is is something that they're going to hold on to. Or, or maybe you, you have the kid that's like, yeah, I, the fun stuff. Uh, I mean, I can think of a, a couple kids I know that they, they are some of the most brilliant kids I know, like, the fun stuff, they're like, no, I don't want that. I want to sit right. down in front of the Bible and I want to read the Bible. I want you to teach me word from word from the, the Bible. So I, I think as parents, knowing your kid's personality and knowing how your kid is going to learn, how your kid is going to um, digest that stuff is so important. And it's a huge piece of why um, why we, we do what we do and why parents being involved is so, so crucial, um, so crucial to the ministry. Um before we get to the, the end of the podcast, we have a little bit of time left. I want to make sure that we don't miss um, your guys' midweek programming. Um, so one of the things that we do at Pathways is is Roots. Um, and so, Kelsey, if you could talk a little bit to what Roots is and why we do Roots and how parents, how it really came out of stuff that we were seeing for for, for parents. Yeah, Roots um, started last January. We started it because we saw a deficit in our in our ministry where kids were coming on Sunday mornings and they weren't building the deep relationships because we only have that one hour. Um, with the midweek program, we can give them a whole nother hour. And um, in January, we started with like 30, 30 some kids and now we have doubled. We're over, over doubled. We have over 70 kids with a wait list. Um, during Roots, um, it's a lot like a Sunday morning, but with more high energy, more fun games. We also have a longer small group time. And in that small group time, they are able to get to know their small group leaders and really trust them in those 30, it's about 30 minutes. Um, and we saw so many wins from that last year. So many small group leaders praying at home for these kids and these kids knowing that every Wednesday they could come. They could come to to Roots and know that their small group leader was there for them and that they were making so many friends. In my own house, my kids, I have three elementary aged kids and they had been here for the last, since they were born. They've been at Pathways and they really weren't, they didn't really have any friends here at Pathways. Um, they have a lot of friends out in the community, from school, whatever, but they didn't have any really, really close friends at this church. And when we started Roots, they started meeting more people. They had more time to meet more people at church. And they started wanting to come to church more and be here. And now they're so excited. My my little seven-year-old son, he, he went from like kicking and screaming to come to church to now he's sharing church with all of his friends. And he has this, he has a friend who is, she's never been to church before. And he was so excited about Roots and was telling her about all the games and all the things he did and all the, all of his fun leaders. And now she started coming with him and she's having a fun time too. And it's just, these kids are be able to spread this love that they feel from our ministry out into their schools and um, communities. I think if I can just add to, I think a huge part of Roots is, as we talked about, is just the relationships that that our leaders and our and our kids that are attending are starting to build or have built over the last, you know, half a year. Um, it just it speaks into the value of somebody stepping into leading a weekly small group. 
uh, with a kid and just the relationship that forms with these kids. These kids are sitting in their small groups, like Kelsey said, for 30 minutes. And in that 30 minutes, I said, they're doing some activities, but they're really, their small group leader is talking to them, is asking them about their week, is asking them what they're struggling with. They, they have designated prayer time within their small group um, so that they can give their prayer requests to their small group leader. We gave them journals so that they're able to, to track those prayer requests and be able to look back and ask the children in their small group, tell me how God has answered this prayer for you. Tell me how this has changed in your life. Tell me how this circumstance is, things like that. We just find that such an important thing is having that consistent leader that's just sitting with them week in and week out and getting to know them and just building a trusting relationship between the two of them. Yeah, that's absolutely, it's absolutely crucial. That's something that we see in student ministry as well as the uh, the need for consistent adults in the lives of of, of kids and of students. Um, you know, we we mentioned wins a little bit. I'd love to hear um, some wins from our kids ministry uh, the the past couple months here. I'd love to hear uh, maybe some wins that you guys you guys have seen. I have a great win. It's a story of just a young elementary age child in our environment. So this young girl came pretty consistently to Sunday services. She would come and be in kids program programming for Sunday. She would never really uh, participate in anything. She was very shy. She had a lot of difficulty when her mom would drop her off. Just She was just very sad, very anxious, didn't really want to be here, but was here on Sundays. When we launched Roots, she came to Roots and she came with that same anxious kind of heart. Her mom just knew that it was going to be important. We spent a lot of time talking with the mom and a lot of time talking with the daughter and just trying to get her comfortable coming. She brings, you know, a, a very familiar friend with her when she comes so that she's a little bit more secure and things like that. But we have watched her at the end of Roots last year. So it ran from January till May um, was our very first roots. Um, and by May, I said, this little girl who was very afraid to be in our ministry and just didn't really want to be part was on stage leading worship with the leaders and the kids. And I took a video of it and I sent it to her mom. Her mom called me and said, and was just crying on the phone and said, that is one of the biggest wins in her life because she went from being somebody who just didn't really feel a part of being here because she was anxious and nervous and all those things to just like coming out of her shell and just being this incredible light to all these kids. She has signed up for Roots again this year and she is that same kid, just a light. She makes friends, she hugs kids, she dances, she sings, she worships, she praises, she pray, you know, she prays. She's just, it's just been a really cool transformation to watch that happen. Off of like Rebecca's win, um, we have so many recent wins with our new midweek program, but one thing we've been doing is empowering these kids to be leaders in their own environment. So we've been asking them to come up on stage for worship and lead their peers um, on stage. And that has been giving them so much confidence and just so much energy and and showing their light to all their friends. And we've been seeing so many, everybody wants to come up on stage. Everybody. We, we have, <laughs> sometimes we'll have like 20 kids that want to come up, come up on stage. So we have to have like a process for that, but just empowering these kids to lead and, and welcome the, their friends into the environment. And once they leave Pathways Kids, they're going to go over to students and they're going to want to come back and lead 
lead the younger kids in worship. And then once they're in Pathways or once they leave Pathways students, they're going to be members, you know, like of our big congregation. And those are going to be the members of our congregation that are going to step up and and lead the rest of the church too. And it's just really cool to see it on like a small scale and how it, it can build up from there. Awesome. Well, last question here, and then we are going to wrap this up. It's a question we asked last last time for our student ministry, but how can parents come alongside the kids' ministry here at Pathways? Well, I think kind of we've touched on some of that a little bit. A huge, a huge way that you can is by using the tools that we're providing for you. It's using the passports. It's using the memory verse uh, magnets that go on your fridge. It's talking to your kids about what they've learned. And like I said, finding the worship songs that they can, that you can do together with your child. I think that's the, it, that's such a huge part is just knowing, knowing what your children um, are learning at church and being intentional about asking them about it, learning. And another part of that too, is just stepping in to serve in kids ministry. Uh, it's, it's a huge ministry. It requires the most amount of volunteers because we have just a ton of kids and we really just want each of those kids to feel known and loved. And we can't fully do that without a lot of, a lot of people stepping into that, a lot of parents and a lot of just people in general stepping in and being a part of that hour that we are taking, uh, to minister into these kids' lives. Awesome. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for joining me and uh, thank you guys for listening into this. Make sure that you join us next month. I'm going to be sitting down with Pastor Adam talking through gender dysphoria. It's going to be an incredible conversation. Uh, until then, we love you guys. We'll see you Sunday.